Hi, I'm Jim. And I'm David. And this is the Practical Guitarist Podcast. The podcast for people who eat, sleep, and breathe guitar. The Practical Guitarist Podcast is brought to you by Great Lakes Guitar Pickups. Great Lakes Guitar Pickups provides fantasy tones at prices of practical guitars to the world. Featuring top-notch construction, attention to detail, and a fully custom product, if you can dream it, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups can probably build it. Follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pickups. Are you a regular listener? Why not? David here reminding you of all the ways you can participate in the Practical Guitars Podcast. Subscribe using your chosen podcast app. Review us on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. Find our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash practical guitars or on Twitter as at Pract Guitarist. Support the show. Merchandise is available in our Threadless store at practicalguitarspodcast.threadless.com and donate to us via Patreon available at patreon.com slash practicalguitarist. Reach out to us directly via email at questions at practicalguitarist.com. Hello. Wait. There's nobody else to say hello to. Uh, Jim flew solo for most of this episode. Uh, I thought I would record a little bumper, uh, disclaimer, and explanation as to why I couldn't appear. Um, so I have a small flood going on in my living room, and um, I ended up having to cut drywall, remove insulation. Uh, my wife actually stripped the carpet in her living area, and uh, I've been on the phone with both the insurance company and my property management company and association for the last it's been about four days now it's been it's been fun not the way i'd want to spend my time but uh a way i have nonetheless um so i've got some new stuff going on i thought i'd uh, bump in the beginning of the episode and remind people to uh, join our facebook group um you can find all sorts of information about the podcast you can interact with jim and i and the wonderful listeners of the show including many of our patreon subscribers and uh you can figure out how to support the show albeit through uh you know things like you know subscribing to the podcast and uh joining patreon or buying stuff from our threadless store or clicking our amazon affiliate link or any of those different things um great ways to support the show uh, this show is about you guys less than it is about us, although we do like to make it about ourselves a lot. <laughs> um, so just wanted to kind of jump in here and uh, promote myself a little bit. Uh, I have a demo coming out um, of my songs that I've been performing at these open mic shows here in the Chicago area. Uh, the demo's name is Ramblings of a Madman, and you can find it on iTunes currently. It'll be up on uh, um, Spotify and a lot of the other services later in the week. Um, it's been a project I've been working on for quite some time and it's actually really cool to see it come to fruition uh, these songs are not the final recordings I fully intend at some point I'll be sitting down with a real band and actually recording them for real maybe in a studio environment um, but for right now these serve as the, uh, the calling card a business card for what I do and so if you'd like to check them out you can uh, find me on iTunes as David M. Hill and by the way, if you join our Facebook group, I'm pretty sure there's a link in there. Um, I also have a Facebook page, David M. Hill, on Facebook. Um, actually, I believe it's David Hill Music 
on Facebook. I encourage you to join that if you're interested as well. So I don't know exactly what Jim talked about this week. I have a feeling he talked about Gibson, as Jim tends to do. Um, I don't really have much to say about it myself. I, I think this is not a surprise, and you'll see you know, what the topic really is. Um, but hopefully next week things will be settling down. We'll be back to normal. I can talk about a lot of my musical endeavors that are happening in the last week, which things are moving very quickly, and uh, we can talk maybe some more theory stuff. So uh, thanks, thanks everyone, for tuning in and listening to me ramble at the beginning of the episode. Hopefully Jim recorded enough of an episode to uh, keep you guys tied over until next week. And uh, without, uh, with that, I have been a practical guitarist. Hi, everybody. I'm Jim, and welcome to this week's podcast, which will be relatively short because I'm not very good at talking to myself, and David is not feeling well this week. So in the news... Um, Gibson, as some of you have known, has taken down all of their content from YouTube. So if you go to Gibson Guitar at youtube.com slash user slash Gibson Guitar Corp, there is nothing. Why is this? We're not really sure. Some rumors had floated around, and I'd heard the same thing on Phil McKnight's podcast, Know Your Gear, his live podcast which unfortunately he was taken off guard live, um, and he received an email from somebody who said that Mark Ignisi had been let go. According to Mark Ignisi's uh, Twitter page, there are a bunch of rumors about me floating around the internet, the worst of which is that I don't like offsets. That's totally untrue. I think offsets, uh, I think non-reverse Firebirds are totally rad, and so is this Marshall amp. He shows it. Um, and then he goes on to say that he has not been let go from Gibson. So that is uh, unfall or uh, unfounded. And he is still listed as Mark Agnesi, internet personality and director of brand experience for Gibson Guitars. So what's going on this week? Well, that was pretty much all the news I could find. Um, and I really don't have a lot to put out. Uh, so this week for me, I've got um, the pickups out of my Telecaster, and I'm installing the new ones uh, this week. And what I want to try to do is I'm going to give it to as many guitar players as I can give it to at open mics and different situations over the next week and a half to two weeks and I'm going to have them all play it and then I'm going to interview them and ask them all the same questions and the questions will be about how they think the pickups sounded in this Squire guitar how did the Squire guitar feel to them I didn't want to do a side-by-side Squire to to uh new pickup test because everybody's heard 10,000 recordings of a Squire so there's enough of them all over the internet that you don't need to hear one more person play one more crappy solo on a Squire to say, yeah, I know what a Squire sounds like. Jim, I've heard Andertons do it every year for the last so many years, and I've heard uh, every other place do it, Dawson's, and so on and so forth. I don't need to hear your cruddy playing. So what I want to do is get some recordings of people who are playing it live 
and on stage with bands and then get their reactions to what they thought they felt that the squire sounded like. So that's my um, my thing to try to get so that it's a little bit different and it's something that's more focused to is this the kind of tone that you'd want to get. If you were to buy a set of pickups for a Squire Telecaster. So, or any Telecaster for that matter, these are replacement Telecaster pickups. So, uh, geez, in other news, I'm hosting an open mic on Monday. And I really don't have a whole lot um, that's going on. Uh, there's been no real, oh, I bought a mixer. Um, that's exciting. I bought a, I bought a 12 channel mixer. Um, and, uh, geez, there's not, there's not a whole lot. So this week, um, I'll be doing the open mic stuff. Like I said, taking the Telecaster out. So if you've got any questions that you'd like to see me ask people, please go ahead and put them in the group, the podcast group, because then I'd like to get your response to what you think that you'd like to have me ask, because as I go on, I'll be asking the same people, well, different people, but all these same people, same questions. So it'll be interesting. Uh, tomorrow night, this will be before the podcast releases, I'll be taking it out to an open mic that I'm hosting again, and uh, I'm going to do some solo work with it, and then I'll ask people if they want to play it, and then I'll ask them what they thought. So I'll get some video of myself, some video of them, so on and so forth. It's really important to me to uh, get that stuff going on. So you probably wonder, why did it take you so long to change out the uh, pickups in this thing? And the truth is that uh, I don't, I guess this is as good a week as any to share um, that I've been a little, I've been down in the dumps lately um, for the last few months, my, uh, um, my house is empty, uh, with the exception of my stuff, obviously, but my, um, this is the first time that I haven't had kids in my home for 24 years. So it's kind of, um, kind of a weird feeling. My son moved to New York and he was living here with me. So I'm here alone with the dog you'll hear sometimes walking around and though I try to be my normal bubbly self on the podcast uh, it's kind of um, I've never been empty nested well, I shouldn't say never I haven't been empty nested for 24 years and before that I was married for nine years um, well, I was still married but um, but my wife and I don't live in the same home she works and lives in New York and I work and live in Virginia and we see each other once in a while um, but this is the, uh, this is the first time that I've truly been on my own since I was like 18. And then, you know, when you're 18, you live with your family, you know? So, yeah, um, it's a different feeling. So I kind of get down in the dumps and I know I have to do things and I put them off and, uh, it kind of shows in the things that I have to get done work-wise and, Personally, I try to run away from my problems instead of dealing with them head on. So that's what I've been doing lately. And in other news, the uh, 
there is a lot going on, obviously, in the world of uh, praise and worship for me. So you guys know about the fact that I've been doing the church thing on a weekly basis. And I'm the only musician and the only singer, which means that every week I have to get four new songs together. Well, they're not new, they're old, most of them really old hymns. Um, and they come straight from the hymnal. Um, I take them, I break them apart, put them back together for guitar. Um, although they give me the uh, chords, uh, the chords are really meant to be played in a band setting and not solo. So they don't always um, translate, excuse me. Therefore, sometimes it doesn't sound uh, as good as it could. So um, I've been changing things up. Well, in the, and that's the other news, in the church thing, uh, I've been um, dealing with the fact that the guitar player who was there before lost a position, not because of me, I'm not better, that's for sure, I'm not trying to claim to be, um, but they didn't want to, uh, business-wise, they didn't want to work with the church um, because they don't do a choir. He doesn't do a choir. He does not have a uh, another musician. So he doesn't have a keyboardist, doesn't have another guitar player. Uh, shows up for uh, within about five minutes of the start of service, clips the uh, microphone onto the pastor, starts the service, and leaves an hour and five or so minutes later. So... They're trying to get him to sign a new contract because he doesn't choir direct, he doesn't musically direct, and uh, they were kind of um, down in dumps about that. So then he started some drama with the church, um, had to be asked by a policeman to leave, was threatened to be escorted out, and... I kind of put the dampers on a lot of people. So anyway, so that's uh, that went on in the church, and they're supposed to have a meeting next week. So I've been asked for my own safety to stay away next week just so that they can discuss things with him. They've invited him to come back and, um, and then discuss things and then may or may not stay. We'll see what happens after next week. So that's other news. Um, and that's, you know, it's crazy because you, uh, you know, you think the church is supposed to be about worship and this person has made it his personal vendetta to make sure he gets paid. And uh, I don't know, I guess that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, I think I'd rather give my week, my hour and whatever during the um, each week than than to worry about whether or not I was getting paid for it. But that's that's me, and that's the way I am. So, in other news, I auditioned for another band this week. Um, it was kind of on a whim. They're all Navy guys. They're all active duty, which I thought was interesting. All chiefs or senior chiefs, mass chiefs. So, I think there is a first-class petty officer. But anyway, they're all uh, good guys. 
and uh, I don't know if it, it was weird. I went in, uh, auditioned as the lead guitar player. Um, I would re replace the guy that's leaving in six months. Uh, we'll see how that goes. If if they ask me to return, or if they say no, nah, we don't really need you. And uh, we did some we did some interesting music. You know, we did everything from Chicken Fried, which is a song I actually knew but didn't know I knew. And uh, it's kind of a bro country throwback thing. Um, all the way up to uh, um, Walk This Way from Aerosmith to, uh, interestingly enough, on the other end of the spectrum from Chicken Fried would be um, Killing in the Name. So interesting stuff. I'd never played Killing in the Name. So if nothing else, it was a bit of an adventure for me. The other guy had a um, a drop pedal, so when he went to do a drop tuning, I didn't know, and so I would look over at him, and so I got to, I got to see. I would, I would say, okay, I'm looking down at the pedal to see if it's on, because if the pedal was on, he was down a half step. So that was, that was fun. Threw me off a couple times, but I learned very quickly not to. Not to just follow his fingers. And besides, I try to use different chord shapes. So I, I try to stay out of the way of the other person that's playing. When there's two guitar players, I don't want to be playing the same piece as he is. So that was that was interesting. Um, my band, Sure Thing, has a gig coming up. Uh, private party. That should be fun. Uh, I'm not really sure how it's going to turn out. Uh, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but the bass player has been a little weird. So I have been on the fence about sticking around. Um, I like the music, but if I'm going to play pop music, I want to do popular pop music, not pop music that uh, people don't know, that just happened to get an AM hit once in, say, 1973, and nothing since. So there's that. Let's see. Um, so not a lot of not a lot of guitar news. I had a friend reach out to me uh, this week. Asked, he sent me a picture of a pedal I'd never seen before, and uh, asked me, "What does this pedal do for me?" <laughs> it was for his bass, and uh, I could see that it had it had a weirdest thing at a five band EQ for the compressor and a five band EQ for EQ. And I was like, well, the compressor side's a compressor limiter, but I've never seen it where it compressed particular frequency bands. I thought that was interesting. Um, I said, but that's what it's for. It's so you can compress your audio, um, but it's going to compress the bands. So be careful about setting it strangely because you could get where you get your you know it, it it could be useful because if you're playing bass obviously you may want to compress the um, low mids to lows but let those highs just fly away and that way um, you can get some dynamics in your sounds and dynamic range and of course the the EQ is an EQ, just EQ it the way you want. I said, I I never EQ'd my bass. I'd flat it out, 
If I like the basses pickups, it was because I like the basses pickups. And if I like a bass amp, it's because I like the bass amp. I don't worry about putting an EQ in my inline. And that's personal preference, I think. Comes to playing bass, uh, you know, everybody's got their own little things. It seems that when I play my Fenders, I've been kind of EQing that high end off a little bit. Uh, especially on the uh, Tele and the Strat, the high end seems to be a little too sparkly sometimes, and I cut it back just a little bit, just enough to let the um, the mid-range come out a little bit. But that's because I guess I'm really a humbucker person, and I like um, the sound of the, uh, the humbuckers. DSG, I don't do as much of that. So, jeez, uh, I don't have anybody to say, to, hey, what have you got this week? Well, I've got this. Uh, talking. This is why I didn't do a solo podcast, by the way, because I really didn't want to have to sit and talk news uh, myself. So, um, the, uh, the fact is that outside of the things that I do on a weekly basis, there's not really a whole lot of stuff that I... Um, look at in guitar-related news. Um, there's just not a whole lot that happens this time of year. We're kind of in a lull before we hit uh, our peak, which is NAM coming up, and people start seeing announcements and so on and so forth. But we do have, you know, we do have Christmas coming, and uh, that's that's a time of year where people will will probably do. David and I will do a little thing about how uh, every year we wind up with stuff that, that may or may not have anything to do with the fact that we play guitar. Um, but that's, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, and uh, I guess that's really... So for tomorrow night, I, I'm uh, looking at what kind of music I want to do. I'll probably do uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance. I like that song. Uh, it's interesting. It's fun. Um, and uh, I'll probably stick to that vein of music. I want to do stuff that will really show off the new pickups in the Telecaster. So I don't imagine that I would do anything really uh, too particularly strange for... Like, I wouldn't do anything acoustically, um, so I'm bringing the little Cube 40. Um, I won't mic it. I won't even put it in the PA. The place is so small, Cube 40 will be fine. I'll sit it up on a table and, <laughs> and just run it that way because it's, it's way loud enough for a solo act. Um, I'm thinking I might do, like where I put the jam man in line and that way I can do like a couple little solo things over top of it. I got to be careful because you can't change the tone too much because there's no loop in the cube. So if you're going to put a uh, looper pedal in, you want to usually put it in your loop so that your effects loop 
so that when you go to change your channel and give it a little distortion or whatever, it doesn't affect the sound that you had already put into the uh, looper, effectively recorded, pre-recorded into the looper. And uh, really, I guess I've said everything that there is to say this week. So I appreciate the fact that you tuned in. Uh, I apologize about the short episode, but David's got flooding to deal with. He's got uh, his, um, he's sick. Uh, I was sick earlier this week. I had, oh my God, I had the flu, I think. Um, I do know this. I, I still got a, probably hear it, my voice, but I've still got a bit of a runny nose and um, sneezing, coughing, that type of thing. So I can I can say that if you get your flu shot this year, it's a good idea. Make sure you're washing your hands a lot. I wash my hands constantly, and I still get this bug. But I think it's because I work from home a lot, and because I do, I don't really, um, you know, get the... Feeling okay, so I want to read you a couple of comments I saw on this uh, gearnews.com. Why have all the, one person said, Why have all the Gibson uh, official YouTube videos been pulled? And where is Mark Agnesi? Who cares? I would never buy a Gibson. The build quality is horrendous. Okay, why have all the that's still something that um. Hasn't been answered. I agree. Phil McKnight has never stated that it was to be true that Benghisi was fired. He quoted that what a fan stated to him. He didn't actually say it was a fan. He said it was somebody in the know. That's what he said. I remember hearing it. Uh, so anyway, uh, and that he was going to check into the truth I don't imagine that somebody would, the announcement, well, it could happen on a Friday afternoon, I suppose, but I don't know. Um, I do know that uh, people tend to blow a lot of Gibson news out of proportion, and it seems that anything that happens with Gibson uh, is like this incredible, you know, uh, negative that goes on that that people have got to go after gibson constantly and i wonder if the reason that they pulled their youtube videos is because they don't really have a lot of subscribers got 132,000 subscribers there's tons of youtube channels that have more subscribers than a company like gibson and so i'm not really sure that they care about the youtube channel and maybe they're redoing the uh, the channel in an attempt to try to bring people in. Because to be honest, if you look at like, uh, I think Phil McKnight, Know Your Guitar, has got like um, some hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Uh, let's say, uh, let's see, Daryl Braun has 439,000. And Eddie Heinzelman, who's a guitar player, has 459, oh, sorry, uh, 
<laughs> I was trying to find somebody bigger. <laughs> I ran across the wrong guy. Uh, Joe Satriani has 241,000. You know? Uh, geez. Uh, let's see. Music is Win. Who's... Uh, it's got 822,000. Phil McKnight has 233,000. So these, these other channels have tons more subscribers. Pete Thorne has more subscribers. So I think that it's starting to turn to where um, maybe Gibson is, is turning its... Uh, its sites elsewhere. I mean, 12 Tone, which is a great site, by the way. I, I recommend it. 12, the number 12 Tone. The, number, the word Tone, no, no uh, space. Uh, 12 Tone has 293,000. If you're looking for stuff on um, some of the some of the music theory that we talk about, 12 Tone is definitely a place to look. And if I had to recommend another place, there's a place called... Uh, uh, I'm looking it up here because it's Signals Music Studios, which has 279,000 subscribers. Um, and uh, Jake over there is awesome. Uh, if you're into uh, playing guitar and trying to write your own songs and find rules that you can use and break, those are, uh, those are great places to go. So anyway, I want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. Um, I want to thank our Patreon supporters. I want to thank uh, Nick Bongers at Great Lakes Guitar Pickups for sponsoring the channel. And uh, I hope that uh, you guys check out this coming week's content because I'll be on, uh, hopefully on Twitter. I, guys, I'm really bad about Twitter. I'm horrible at it. I'm, I'm, I'm your penultimate 50-something trying to use Twitter because I just don't care about it. <laughs> and so, I and I should because it's it's a useful tool. I really should. But I don't. I don't use it. Um, so, um, I think I've, I think I've used the little animation, animoji thing on my new cell phone more than I've used Twitter ever. Um, anyway, so uh, check out the new content that's coming up this week and the ne and next week it'll all be revolving around the uh, the telecaster and what people are thinking about it. I'm hoping that I can learn how to use the little interview mode on my new iPhone so that I can have like myself already inserted into the interview so I can interview people and you can see them in the frame and me in the frame without me having to do any special video editing. That's just, hopefully that works the way that they showed it on the videos for the new iPhone because that's why I bought the darn thing, right? So, have a good day. I've been Jim, and I've been your practical guitarist.